0: Yeah. Hey, Chris.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ken. Hey. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't expect such a flippant, flippant way of introducing. Hey, Kenneth. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Is there something strange? in the neighborhood
0: is there someone i should call
1: i think i think there is i think it's uh wait the shirt you're wearing ghostbusters ghostbusters <laughs> i almost uh played the music but then i was like we we would you'd have to edit that right out <laughs> yeah like, you be able to do it yeah i was literally this close and then i was like yeah no we can't we can't we can do it that. pull
0: up the lyrics right now we'll sing it
1: oh yeah no I, I meant like the actual song yeah itself. the actual
0: song yeah copyright strike
1: oh, rest yeah. in peace
0: ghostbusters you've joined our first episode in uh that's right yeah in, in the, exile uh, after world of camcast that <laughs> get pulled from youtube <laughs>
1: yeah but yeah so uh, uh, Ghostbusters, geek ghostbusters. we're doing uh, ghostbusters that's what we're doing
0: yeah and it's not even an anniversary episode we didn't <laughs> wait till 2024 to do this <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I'm glad that we didn't, though, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had we had two episodes in between Riddick and, and number 100, and it's like, what do we do? Well, we haven't done Ghostbusters yet.
1: Yeah, but we had the itch to do Ghostbusters for quite some time, and this actually just felt right. From the beginning. To our monumental 100th episode Yeah. to do these two, because we're going to do Ghostbusters, and then we're going to do Ghostbusters, too.
0: Right, we're gonna do the only two Ghostbusters movies.
1: No, there's, there's,
0: uh, there. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, and you know what? It's not a bad movie, but it's, it's not
1: just not it's...
0: Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> so this was uh, released in 1984. You had mentioned that earlier. Yep. It was budgeted for approximately 25 to 30 million. There's some discrepancies there, but it boxed off as gross was 296.4 million, which is crazy. Although I have read like I saw 296, but I've also read 286 at another place too. It it was
0: 229 domestically, and then worldwide wasn't really a big thing in the 80s, but I believe. I believe that score there is from uh, a Ghostbusters re release added onto the original.
1: The 296?
0: Yeah, so the re- original 229 plus whatever the re release made in the 90s or okay. whatever
1: they had. All it. right, well, regardless, that's a huge multiplier, especially for largely a comedy movie.
0: You yeah? Know? Comedy, but, but, um, but let's be honest. Ivan
1: like, Wrighten, who did.
0: The first movie is, is quite horror, too. I mean like it's it's scary well, the first
1: movie the first movie is very much like Ninja Turtles in that it's more adult than you would think, right? Because like for me, the first instance of Ghostbusters was the real Ghostbusters cartoon. So yeah. I watched that first. Then I watch the movie. So when you do that, it's a little bit different because of course Slimer's hanging out. He's like their pet slash mascot. Right. Um, so then when you watch this, I like every time I watch it, is obviously I get older, so I see more, right?
0: Yeah. So when
1: I first watch it, I didn't know that the joke was the ghost was blowing race dance. I didn't know that. I didn't get that. I just knew that this ghost was undoing his pants. Oh, that's weird, but okay. And he's going right. cross-eyed.
0: Don't know what's happening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess I would be too if the ghost is taking my pants off. Seems so weird, right? <laughs> then I was older, and then I'm like, oh, that's a ghost blowy. <laughs> okay. okay. All right.
0: <laughs> a ghost blowy.
1: Then I get older, and then I go, why the fuck would they even like put that in, right? Like It's just a funny feel. Like They almost just went like let's just do that and see what happens. If they cut it, they'll cut it, right? <clears throat> um, yeah. Written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Remus.
0: Yeah, and apparently an uncredited writing credit for Rick Moranis.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of the stuff he did with Louis Tully was Tim, specifically.
0: Yeah, all ad-libbing.
1: Like, <laughs> like that entire scene at the party, he ad lived the entire thing, and they were all just like, okay that's fine let's keep yeah. this guy because <laughs> originally uh they had john candy in mind they
0: they had a lot of different people in mind i mean like well i mean even like like dan Aykroyd. when he originally wrote this it was a straight-up horror
1: movie yep and it also didn't uh take place it took place a lot of off-world stuff really
0: yeah yeah because i mean like was... his family hunts ghosts they're like They're friggin' ghost people. Like, real-life ghost people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's very much invested in this. Um, I believe it was Harold Ramis uh, who was kind of like... Like, when he came on board, he was just like, oh, okay, some of this stuff. Like, as an example of how crazy it was, you would have saw Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Like, that's crazy to think that that's how they were going to start the movie. Yeah. You know? Instead of the... The friggin the gray woman or whatever her name was
0: <clears throat> who the, f- the final woman
1: no the um the library oh host.
0: in the library yeah yeah well you even that alone is a Grey. freaky opening that that opening scared the shit out of me
1: yep oh yeah oh yeah even now like uh, like i had said we were ranting about uh what is it ghostbusters hear the call yeah how the special effects are really really cool uh, they were great special effects. I just didn't. They were too CGI for me. Yeah. Whereas, like this here, like obviously we're talking like stop motion and like green screen stuff. But this looked like really gritty, and it looked more real than it should have. Right. Yeah. For me, anyway. Um. But like, yeah. So, uh, D- John Candy was one that they were gonna get, but he didn't get the character. This was originally written for like Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, and John Belushi, which yeah. was crazy. Like I read where Aykroyd's like I was writing a line for for John Belushi, and then I got the call that he passed away. And I was like, fuck. Yep. It's and crazy. It's absolutely crazy.
0: Ernie Hudson, too. Like, I mean, he lucked out because like you said, it was it was Eddie Murphy's and Eddie Murphy just it didn't click with him, so he said no.
1: Which I can see, like I honestly, like the guys that are in this movie, it's so funny, like the guys that are in this movie, I couldn't imagine them like anyone else in these roles at yeah. all. Yeah. Um so it'll be really interesting to see how Ghostbusters Afterlife handles this. You know? Um, I yeah, that I would do fun. like that they're going with more of like a spiritual sequel as opposed to a straight-up sequel, like
0: I like I that. Do you like that? egon's grandkids and then i yeah. i don't know i don't know like i know all the originals are in here i don't know how they're going to fit in yet like i can only yeah. assume they come to to help this family at some yeah
1: point. or or in some sort of a mentor guidance thing i because and like at least it'll be a lot better than the shit that we got in here the call yeah. i hated every single cameo i was like don't even they should not even have done it It made me so mad.
0: Yeah, I mean, nameless cameos are one thing, but like, Bill Murray straight up pissed me off because he said no to Ghostbusters 3 for years and years and years and years and years, and then Harold Ramis dies, and then he goes, oh, you guys are rebooting it? I'll do an actual character in this movie. Yeah, he
1: might as well have been Walter Peck. He was the Walter Peck of that movie. (laughs) Yep. But anyway, let's go through the roll call. Uh, So like I said, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, uh, they wrote it. You got uncredited uh, for Rick Moranis. Yep. So, Bill Murray, Dr. Peter Venkman, mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd, Dr. Raymond Stance, mm-hmm. Harold Ramus, Dr. Egon Spangler, Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore.
0: Yep. He ain't a That's duck. It. Yep. Ain't a
1: duck. Um, then we got Sigourney Weaver as Dana Barrett slash Zool, the gatekeeper. <laughs> Rick Moranis as Louis Tully or Louis Tully uh, slash Vince Clortho, the Keymaster. master yeah. <clears throat> Annie Potts as Janine, Janine Melnitz, which I always thought was interesting was that she never wore the glasses and out of the blue, Ramis took the glasses off one of their uh, uh, makeup people, put it on her and was like, that's it. So every scene she's in, she had to take the girl's glasses before she started filming <laughs> That's a nice yeah. And then we've got uh, Slavitsa, Jovan as, hold on. Actually, no, I'm going to skip back one. Uh, William Atherton as yep. Walter Peck, who uh, is so good at being a douchebag that I don't think I've ever seen him play a good guy.
0: He's always a, he's a perfect douchebag though. I mean.
1: Like every single movie, Die Hard 1, 2, Douchebag to the point where if I see him in a movie, I'm like, he's a douchebag. I don't even need to see the rest of the movie because he's a douchebag. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned Slavica Jovan. Uh, she plays Gozer, the Gozerian, the Destructor, the Destroyer, Vulgus Zildrahar, Lord of the Zebula or Zebulia, and scourge of the Get Testaments. That's every single one of them.
0: Is that everyone?
1: That's every single one. That's actually the part of the speech that she says at the very end, or he, she, whatever, whatever Gozer decides to, to identify be, as. Yeah. What I thought it was interesting was that Gozer was also supposed to be a man, but then when they saw Slovica, they were like, let's go with that sort of androgynous, um, oh. <sighs> what's his face? Who, Bowie? The Goblin King from Labyrinth. David Bowie. Oh,
0: David Bowie, yeah.
1: Yeah. So they, they were like, oh, we'll do this kind of thing. And it works perfectly, although I thought it was kind of hilarious. Uh, it's I don't know. It's funny, too, noticed that uh,
0: Ivan Reitman does the voice for Gozer.
1: Oh, no. I read someone else does the voice for her, But oh. okay. Oh. I didn't write it down just because I was like, nah, I don't really care. The oh. uh, cool part I thought was kind of interesting, though, is that even though Gozer is like over. A millennia years old thought to wear heels at the very end
0: <clears throat> why Said, not? hey look why not i'm gonna
1: be wearing some weird clothes but those heels yeah yeah they lift my bum so i better wear them
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i look hot standing next to my terror dogs
1: yeah so uh that's it that's it right there in a nutshell
0: that's that's the cat well and david margiel is as the mayor
1: yeah, I, I wasn't adding him.
0: Yeah, well, you were too busy writing down 100 names for Gozer. <laughs> what, what, what's the count? Six. Six? Six. Six, but each name has, like, four different words.
1: Is, I I like the uh, Gozer the Gozerian, where it's like...
0: Gozer the Gozerian.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I love that one, too, yeah. Chris the Chrisarian.
1: Yeah, Christopher Christopherian. <laughs> it works a little bit better when you say Christofarian, actually. That doesn't, that's not too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the roll call. I, you know what? This is seriously like I, the last couple of Camcasts I've said like one of my favorite movies of all time. And, and this is no different. This is literally one of my favorites of all time. This one I've actually seen as of last Halloween. That's how recent I've seen this movie. Um, yeah, I've watched this fact, movie
0: so many times. That...
1: I've watched it so many times that I almost didn't re watch it for this, but I was like, nah, you know what? I don't really need an excuse to watch this movie again, but I have a perfect one, so I'm going to use it. I'm going to watch this movie. Again. <laughs> uh, never get to I'm, a- I'm, I'm super glad I did because I actually noticed a couple of things that I hadn't noticed, and uh, one of the things that I had noticed but I forgot about, and this one I'll, I'll say right now just because it's, it's early enough, motherfucking Reginald Bell Johnson in this movie, and guess what he's playing? A cop. Again. I know. What? He's in for half a second, but still.
0: He could be the same cop from Die Hard. We don't even know.
1: We don't even know. Uh, no, because Die Hard isn't set in New York.
0: I know it's L.A., but the character could have moved from New York to L.A.
1: That uh, no, puts no, I'm not John McClane
0: in the Ghostbusters universe.
1: I'm not going to accept that, but I will accept that it's the same cop from Family Matters. I will accept that.
0: Ah, uh, was Family Matters in New York?
1: I think it was actually Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe you're right, and they just moved around a lot.
0: He hops. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> First, he went to L.A. And then they went to Chicago. I'm pretty sure it was Chicago, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> after, after Ghost and demons in New York and... and
1: How dare Philly's you down. treat me like Donald Trump where you correct my bullshit in real time whenever this shows up next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's
0: just very much typecast as a cop all the time.
1: <laughs> and the best part is, is like... He hasn't changed his appearance, so he's still just that... Same. The same, like the bit of a belly, that just that kind of like almost fatherly-like cop where you would hope that if you got arrested, it would be by him. Yeah. Because like, yeah, sure, you get arrested, but he'd scold you like a father would and say, uh-huh. hey, look, I'm disappointed in you. And you'd have to be like, yeah, okay, I'll be better. And and that's that. Yeah. Um, Here's a couple of things that I learned.
0: All right.
1: Uh, this part I I knew, uh, and but this will add to it. So, I knew of the real Ghostbusters cartoon. As first Ghostbusters cartoon I watched, then I watched the movies. Okay, fine. Many years later, I was on. Uh, I was watching TV, and remember when they used to do that channel for the guide? Mm-hmm. Yep. So YTV shows up Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. I lost my mind. I went, oh my God, I'm going to watch Ghostbusters. This is so cool. I go to it at the same time that it says to go to it. And it's it says the Ghostbusters. Completely not what I was expecting at all. But it was not a cartoon and they were hunting ghosts. Yep. With a, with a monkey. a fucking ape. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I learned. Uh, that cartoon, which came out like a year after the first one, like the real Ghostbusters came out. and I think it was about a year later that that one came out. But it's actually a sequel to a show that was in 1975 called Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And that monkey is supposed to be the same monkey from the original one. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And so that's you're all in why... deep
1: answers for a bit of uh, pointless knowledge.
0: And that's why you the know, first probably... Ghostbusters movie was almost called Ghostbreakers. Yeah, <laughs> like, in fact, they were literally it,
1: towards the end of their filming where they're like, "Fuck it, we're just calling it Ghostbusters." They
0: were shooting like probably half the amount of scenes, and they would do everything as Ghostbusters, and then reshoot the same scenes and call themselves Ghostbreakers. it. Right?
1: that's what I mean. So, like at the by like the halfway point, <laughs> they're like, "Fuck it, we're not doing this."
0: Yeah, we're we're no, it, it's Ghostbusters. They'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't care. We're just gonna keep yeah. going, and I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, I mean, to be fair, it's not like they say Ghostbusters a lot. But enough where even I would have been like, could we just pick one and could we say busters? Because that sounds a lot cooler than breakers. Breakers, ghost breakers. <laughs> well, especially because like the thought process that Dan Acker had for this movie was that it's essentially just like like rat catchers. Hmm? You know, they're rat catchers. You you see a ghost, you call them up, they catch the ghost, and then that's it. You go about your day, no big deal. And I was like, that's actually First time I've ever heard that was today, and I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting take on it. And then why didn't they call it like, ghost yeah. catchers? <laughs> that also sounds stupid.
0: Yeah, it does. It does.
1: Like if if suddenly they're gonna reboot and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna call ourselves the ghost catchers, that would be me going like, ah, I'm not watching the rest of this movie. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I don't need to see any more of this ghost catchers you speak of. Ghost catchers. Oh, so getting back to like this being one of my favorite movies of all time, I can't help but feel that this was the reason why I was so critical of the reboot. Because this is like one of the this is like Ninja Turtles. This like holds a special place in my heart where uh, you know, like young kid growing up watching these movies, you're just like you're attached to these characters. Mm-hmm. So then when you watch the reboot and they're like, It doesn't even, like, call attention to the stuff that happened prior. They're like, none of that happened. This is all new. And and it's a totally different type of movie than what I would have liked. Like, I mean, I didn't expect it to be like this one, where it's a comedy horror. I would have expected to be closer to the second one. Yeah. Where it was... More for kids, but it was still adult enough that, like, you could watch it later on and still go, yeah, you know, because it's not like it's a bad movie. It's a good movie. No, it, it's and a good I movie, really yeah. watch
0: it, But it's very much.
1: As much as this one.
0: Yeah, it's been very much, you know, the kids really changed the way. Well, it, and it I mean, had. like,
1: it makes perfect sense because when this movie came out, like, a week later, the cartoon came out. The sequel comes out five years later, that cartoon was still going. So it makes sense that you've got now a movie that's coming out and you don't want to alienate all the kids that bought the toys, bought the the cartoons, you know, watch the cartoons and all those things. So it makes sense to do it. Like in retrospect, they go, oh, okay, that makes sense. It makes sense that they would go there. And it's similar to uh, Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the U's, where you're just like, it makes sense as much yeah. as I don't like it. I, and I wish they would have retained more of what made the first, Movies so amazingly special i get it and i don't hate them for it Mm -hmm. turtles three however (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah and and ghostbusters hear the call uh, uh, Mm -hmm. so i really hope that after after life yeah afterlife is is really an
0: after (laughs) birth
1: i was actually going to say after burn
0: oh after burn
1: that's That's gross, though, Kenneth.
0: (laughs) The ghost to figure out a way to have babies. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, and then they left all the afterbirth around. Oh, anyway. So let's see. What have I covered? I've got favorite movie, special effects. Special effects are incredible. Yeah, they're very much like
0: like Poltergeist came out around the same time. Those two movies. It's unbelievable what they were doing.
1: But like, um, we've got like animatronic stuff. We got stop motion. Yeah. We've got um, weird trickery with like they did that Nightmare on Elm Street thing where Zool is pushing through the door and it's like the claw.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's – Um. Oh, even the scene where like the hands are coming out of the chair. That's yeah. actually a that's a scary scene. That one there because you're just the like. the fridge. Oh, I couldn't imagine just that um, it reminded me of the labyrinth with the hand scene. Yeah. Two hands. And I remember even as a kid, I watched that and I was like, that seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it, but it seems wrong that all those hands can just go wherever. But anyway, um, the scene with the eggs, like how the eggs started cooking. I was like, I still, I, I wanted to uh, find out how they did that. I got it wrapped up in time, man. so I, I didn't figure it out, but I was just like, I forgot like all the tons of special effects in this movie, and even if this movie cost forty million, that's still a crazy amount of special effects in this movie,
0: yeah, yeah. definitely,
1: and they all looked absolutely fantastic, like it's dated because we're talking like it's almost a million years ago,
0: yeah. But, I mean, what is it like? I mean, Someone's... like Slimer and Stay Puff still look insane. They look so good. Oh,
1: they're
0: just like so good.
1: Yeah, uh, but the, like the terror all, dogs look
0: looks... good. The terror dogs, they, they look like real dogs hopping around. It's freaking creepy.
1: Yeah, like they're so good. I love, too, like where you can, uh, like when they're running, that's yeah. stop motion. Love it. I'm sorry yeah. for stop motion. And like, anytime gallery. they're not, it's like puppet animatronic stuff. You're like, ugh, it just looks so cool. Yeah, but I love it because, like, you know that you could touch most of these things. Exactly. That's,
0: that's why I just, even though CG is like so good now, I still just feel like practical is the way to go. It just, it, it's so much more real feeling.
1: <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily the way to go, but like, like, kind of make it sort of even-handed because I, I recently rewatched uh, both Amazing Spider Mans. Okay. <sighs> Yep. <clears throat> I got through both of them. You did it. Yeah. Um, and especially in the first one, second one actually they're both pretty bad for it. There's, it's almost exclusively all CGI for Spider-Man. Yeah. Which uh, actually bothers me more so than the MCU stuff because like, they came off of Spider-Man like the Raimi trilogy. And I think it's what, three years in between? Three or four? They're not that far removed.
0: Yeah, I know they're close.
1: And you literally have like Raimi where he's sandwiching real CGI, real CGI, real CGI. So even in fight scenes where he's fighting Goblin or Dr. Octopus or Venom, Sandman, whatever, there's still back and forth between real and CGI. Where you're just like that's crazy, like and it just it still looks so cool. Um, whereas then you get into Amazing Spider-Man and uh, of course MCU, less and less. Mm-hmm. So I think like it they don't it doesn't have to be all CGI or all practical, but a nice balance would be great.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, <laughs> and I hope I and I hope that uh, Afterlife does that.
1: I have a feeling that Afterlife will just because of everyone that's involved with it and also because uh, here the call was such a critical and financial failure that there's no way that they would look at that and go, okay, the only reason why that didn't work was because it's all women. That's the only reason. So we're going to do the exact same thing, but we'll pepper it with the original cast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just... And the way that that uh, teaser trailer came about, like, I mean, really, my only concern is the fact that it's in a small town in the Midwest, <laughs> you know, like it's not actually in New York.
0: It's going to be weird to see like a Ghostbusters movie not in New York. I mean, yeah. New York it's is like as like much Spider-Man a character in those London. movies, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: So. I mean, they'll be different. I, I I enjoyed seeing like the Ecto one going through like a field and shit. Though I was just like visually, that's really cool. I mean,
1: although I don't know, I don't I don't see the entire movie in the Midwest though. No. No, I think in the first act and maybe halfway through the second for sure. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being in in New York. I mean, every single one of the Ghostbusters that are living in this town. No. No. There's no way.
0: No. No, it'd be funny if like the the Ghostbusters are in it just over a Zoom call. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh,
1: you know what? If that actually happens, um, and we'll have it on on record that you thought of it. <laughs> Me. <Mean. laughs>
0: yeah. I feel bad for Ernie Hudson, though I really do, because like originally he had like a really big story in this. Like, he was like he
1: was supposed to be like a former Zenmore Air Force was, like,
0: pilot. Yeah, he was in the Air Force. He was coming in right at the beginning of the movie, and then like the day before he went to start shooting, he got a new script. His role was cut in half, and apparently it was because Sony wanted to give more screen time to Bill Murray.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is funny because later, they uh, like in the second movie in particular, Bill Murray is is critiqued hardcore Mm -hmm. in the second movie, like big time. Yeah, and it's like. Like I don't know, like it's it's tough. Like I feel for it, but I got. I will say though that he fucking he owned every scene that he was in, though. Oh, I'm big talking guy. about uh, uh, <clears throat> Ernie. Uh, sorry, Ernie. Yeah, Hudson. Yes, Ernie Hudson. Yeah. He owned every single scene so much so that like I remember as a kid actually not being happy that I didn't have his toy. His was the only Ghostbuster toy I didn't have. To I this to, day, I'm like, man, I, I can't believe I didn't have it.
0: Yeah, I had the Zedmore figure. Yeah, I know, I know you had. The I think Zedmore. it was. I don't think it was a movie one though. It was real Ghostbusters, right? No,
1: it was real Ghostbusters. That's all. Like, because I yeah, had it was
0: the animated Mankin, version. Yeah,
1: Stance and Spangler. Yeah, yeah. Stay puffed, marshmallow man. I had him, and I think everyone had Slimer. Everyone. everyone uh, but I think Slimer. you had the you had the Ecto one.
0: I did have the Ecto one. I had a lot. I think I wanted I did and
1: Sam Hain. Sam
0: Hain? Sam Hain. I believe yeah, I had the firehouse, the I too. I think I had the firehouse, too.
1: I think you did, too, actually. No, you did. You did have the Because I remember
0: sliding them down the pool and everything.
1: That's right. And uh, that came with slime, too.
0: Yeah, it did go with slime. That
1: was yeah. awesome. It's funny when you think about all the toys that came with slime. So Ghostbusters came with slime. Uh, Castle Grayskull came with slime. Yep. Or was it Grayskull? Um, Skeletor's layer. He had the slime.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That w- yeah that'd be the one with slime.
1: Yeah. That's For right. Sure. But even still, like, it's just one of those like, oh, OK. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, every toy line had slime and caps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, small parts that you could possibly choke on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no ages 14 and up back then. It was I'm three and I'm playing with these little parts right now.
1: <laughs> um I remember the uh the protons, uh proton packs with the guns and they had like the Yeah, the actual loaded, proton packs. Streams. I never yeah, had those. those you were... had did you have those? No, I'm talking about with the toys themselves though. Oh, I remember Is one of my friends proton... had the actual proton packs. Uh, I think it was Craig Brown that had the actual proton Okay.
0: Pack. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that was one that I absolutely And wanted. the
0: ghost trap.
1: <laughs> and the ghost trap was another one. Those are the yeah. two. So, like, if I ever went as a Ghostbuster for Halloween, I would have to have both of those pieces.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Oh, <laughs> But even the jumpsuits I thought were really cool because they're just straight uniforms. Like, yeah. these are just blue-collar dudes that are trapping ghosts. Like, it ties into that whole rat catcher idea, which yep. I thought was really cool. <clears throat> oh and this was also the uh the beginning of a lifelong crush on Sigourney Weaver for me I anyway, believe
0: I, you. I believe I watched Ghostbusters 2 before I watched the first because I'm thinking about it 82 and the second came out in 89 so I'd be seven I I think I watched the second first because I don't think I was old enough my parents would think I was old enough to watch the first movie until after I saw the sequel
1: I might have been in the same boat actually actually yeah i would have to agree i, I would have had I, your, yeah personal. i think it i think doesn't i change the, the fact that uh, this uh ghostbusters in general started off yeah like totally oh
0: weird. absolutely absolutely beautiful woman i mean and then i remember seeing the ads for alien 3 going oh my god she shaved her head <laughs> yeah and then you're like i still would yeah i'd still go there yeah absolutely
1: uh this i thought was kind of interesting i I found this stuff today didn't had no idea but like slimer was actually modeled after jim belushi yep never knew that until today
0: well john belushi
1: sorry yeah i meant to say john i have john written down
0: but you said jim which
1: is funny but i actually (laughs) said jim belushi
0: it's an actual person
1: (laughs) uh well canine is one of my favorite movies
0: canine's awesome it's such
1: a good movie which one's better canine or turner and hooch Turn Hooch it's it's not even a question.
0: Yeah, it's Turn Hooch.
1: It's Turn Hooch. Turn Hooch
0: breaks my heart man. Oh, such a sad. Yeah, ending.
1: I know but that such ending is also ending. really good too though. Yeah. Sure. In Canine, you know, it, that doesn't happen. It's similar, but it doesn't happen.
0: Don't forget about Top Dog, the 1994 direct-to-video classic starring Chuck Norris.
1: I ha- as soon as you said Top Dog, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then in my head, I'm going, is that the movie with Chuck? Nor-? And then you're saying Chuck Norris. So, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, never actually watched it.
0: It was actually pretty good. <laughs> it
1: probably was. I mean, it's Chuck Norris. Like, yeah. Even his bad movies are, like, so bad they're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not allowed to think uh, you're bad. He'll kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah. In fact, we've invoked his name. and We should probably be careful. Uh, what I was gonna say was this was something that when I was watching it this time around, I never noticed before. But I love this scene where uh, when we introduce when they introduce Dana, mm-hmm. and it's an overhead shot of the gargoyle, almost watching her as she gets out of the cab. Yep. I was like, man, that's so crazy! Like that's some crazy foreshadowing because, of course, that's the form she ends up later taking. Yeah. As,
0: as who? Uh, Zool, Zool, come on. Zool, Zool, uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was Zool. It, I can't, I'm like, Zool, the key I was like, the I'm, game I'm game going to say Keymaster. I'm like, no, it's Zool Master. Zool Master. No, it's Zool.
1: <laughs>
0: Zool Master. Yeah. Those, uh, those gargoyles are actual gargoyles on a church in Philadelphia. That's where they got them from.
1: Yeah. I know. cool. <laughs> it's so cool. That's super cool, actually. It's uh, uh, The Ecto-1. Love the Ecto-1. Yep. <clears throat> um, Bankman's character is hilarious. Like, as a kid watching, like, even the second one, but when you rewatch, or re-watch the first one, because you grow up with a cartoon, second movie, and you're like, oh, Bankman is so cool and, you know, he's just so calm and cool under pressure. Just still really cool, but he's actually a total ball. Oh, yeah. You have to be an adult to realize that he's a total sleaze in this movie. He's a
0: deer pick.
1: <laughs> he is. He's like, I love the line where she goes, uh, you don't seem like uh a professor. And he's like, he's like, Yeah, oh, they're not that cool, or something like that. And she goes, You're more like a game show host. And I was like, That's <laughs> a hilarious burn because it's like, yeah, because you're a phony piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I mean, he is uh like, he's, I, I do like that he's still really cool and calm under pressure. Like, even when it gets crazy at the end, when they're just like, we got to cross the streams. And he's like, we're not supposed to cross the streams. And then he's, then Egon's basically saying, yeah, but it, in order to save the world, we have to at least try and it might kill us. And he's just like, well, all right. I love this plan. Let's get going. And you're just like, this is, <laughs> this is pretty Like, it almost uh, makes up for the sleaziness, like, in the early parts of the movie.
0: Yeah. For sure. And I mean, like, so much of his stuff was ad lib too. Like, apparently, well, I mean, every scene like, is, is half ad-libbed by him.
1: It doesn't surprise me, because, like, these guys are all, like, Second City alumni. Yeah. So, um, in fact, like, I think Ernie Hudson is the only one that's not really a part of that like improv background.
0: And that's another reason why I'm so impressed by Ernie Hudson in this because his, he right away he's bouncing off of like without a problem. Like the chemistry is great.
1: And you know like in retrospect his character it's disappointing that they took oh hey, it's disappointing that they uh, <laughs> cut his character as much because like his character is the perfect entry point for like us because you know like when we are introduced to all three of them uh spangler stance and bankman they're all professors and they're all in the paranormal aspects and Bankman's obviously just using it to to get laid Mm -hmm. um but they're all part of that world zedmore is literally just like like "I, i believe in god i saw an ad in the paper like i'm just a regular dude so, like, that would have been a... I, honestly, a- I wouldn't be surprised
0: if, like, when the day comes, and it will come one day, when they remake Ghostbusters, if that's how they go about it, making Zed more, like, the main character and everything's from his point of view.
1: Yeah, it would make sense. Uh, it is a bit of a missed opportunity. Not that I'm, I'm taking anything away, because, like, to me, I feel like this is a perfect movie. Yeah. But I can see for a guy that's watched movies his entire life and you can tell when a character is supposed to be that entry point into the world, Mm -hmm. you know, they did miss a step by not including him more so or giving him a bigger role. But you're right. Like he bounces off these guys uh, perfectly.
0: Yep. Yep. Did you know that uh, Egon, both Egon and Peter were both offered to Michael Keaton?
1: That I did not know. He, wow,
0: he turned them both down, and then eventually, um, Harold Ramis just went. You know what? I'm going to play Egon. I feel like that's the only way to go. I'm going to do it. Yeah, he
1: he came in to like help with and exclusively he started exclusively as script, a writer. He, he was, was only going like, to write. You know what? I'm going to be this guy, and they all just kind of went. Yeah, actually, this works. This works yeah. well. Yeah, but like uh, Bill Murray was tough because they've said repeatedly like he's the worst because. He almost like he doesn't commit until like literally the last possible second. And then all of a sudden he's just like, Yeah, I'm in this movie now. Yeah. But yeah, so that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weird aloofness that is Bill Murray.
0: I I read that um he also in order for him to come on this movie, he told Sony or Columbia Pictures, you have to remake this movie from the forties called The River's Edge or The River or The Razor's The Edge. Razor's Edge. And I have to be the main character in it. And they went, yeah. okay, yup, and they remade the movie immediately after this, and it came out the same year as this.
1: Yeah, and uh, it didn't do so well.
0: And then he disappeared to Europe apparently for four years until he returned for Scrooge.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that actually tied into one of the reasons why it took so long for Ghostbusters 2 to get made. Yeah, was because he Because of Scrooge. And because it's Bill Murray, so they're kind of like, yeah, I mean, he'll probably show up on set one day. We don't know. We don't yep. know.
0: <laughs> it's Bill. We'll, we'll do the movie and he'll he'll be here.
1: <laughs> well, even like uh, Harold Ramis is, or no, they brought in Ivan Reitman. Yeah, and, and with Harold Ramis, those two were part of the reason why Bill Murray's in this movie as well because they were like, well, like we can write for him. We know how to, kind of handle him. yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting, because, like, uh, well, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray were in Stripes together, and yep. Ivan Reitman directed Stripes. And that was actually part of it, too, because, like, when they brought in Ivan Reitman, he's looking at uh, Aykroyd's script, and he's like, this is crazy. Like, this is insane. We can't do half of this shit. <laughs> Especially on a tiny budget. Like, like uh, he, I, I read that he said Approximately thirty million was what they said for budget. And he basically was just like, I just thought like three times what uh what the budget was for stripes made sense. <laughs> you know, but like it's funny how fantastical these ideas are because like 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 I said at the beginning, very little of it was gonna be set on like in New York. It was almost gonna be like in other dimensions and stuff. But even in the sequel, it was supposed to be in Europe for most of it.
0: Yeah, probably. They, 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 <laughs> you
1: had to well, yeah, they go find Murray. they were like, "Well, we got to show up Murray. So it so if we just start shooting in Europe, he'll probably show up." That's probably what it was. <laughs> but then they're like, no, "No, no, no. We can keep this in New York." And I'm glad that they did because, like you said earlier, New York is very much a part of the Ghostbusters DNA. Yeah. That it for me, it would be weird. Like, like even the midwestern setting is going to be weird. Yeah. Uh, so even if the movie is absolutely amazing, I'm going to be like, yeah, but I wish it would have had something to do with New York. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, well, like Spider-Man Far From Home. 90% of that movie is not in New York. But the second he's in New York swinging around, huge smile on my face. I'm like, yeah, now now I want Spider-Man exactly. 3 to be entirely right. in New York. Yeah. So it's like, I mean... I don't want to pre knock afterbirth or sorry, afterlife, but uh, I did that. That was all you, I did that. That was
0: all you that time.
1: I know I did it strictly for you. I wanted you to, oh, yeah, it was all
0: for me. It was all for me. Yeah, hey, you remember how those Ghostbuster toys came with the little containers of
1: afterbirth slime? Oh, no, no, no. See, that's why I'm saying it for you so that way you can get that out of the way. (laughs) But anyway, so afterlife, like I said, like. I feel like because it was just a teaser trailer, we're not going to see New York, but we should.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I've always loved New York. That's why I went to New York twice. Got you know, proposed Adrian. New York, New York is York so cool.
1: You have got Spider Man. You got Punisher. You got Daredevil. You've got yeah. it's you got the entire Marvel
0: universe, pretty much. You know? Yeah, the, that's right. You got Captain America. And, and then uh, Ghostbusters Avengers, for the most part. You know? And like I said, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Gosma Seinfeld, you know, like there's so many reasons I love New York and like I went to the hook and ladder number eight took pictures in front of it and everything like it was amazing to see the fire hall in person like
1: Although at this point now, I don't know if I would go to New York
0: Yeah, no, I probably I probably wouldn't. Um, it, it probably looks like a scene for my own legend now <laughs> I think I love yeah. love in a little
1: while. Yeah Ooh.
0: Yeah Oh, we have a new subscriber Yes, I just got so a pop up on my screen.
1: Now?
0: New subscriber, zero monkeys has just, has subscribed to us. Zero monkeys, hey,
1: zero monkeys,
0: zero Thanks monkeys for
1: subscribing.
0: It's like he knew we were shooting right now. It's crazy.
1: We've been on a fairly regular schedule though for Wednesday releases, so maybe, maybe, maybe.
0: maybe. Zero
1: monkeys. Okay, zero monkeys. Let's play a game in the comments. When you see this, let us know what attracted you to our channel or what made you say, yes, I will subscribe. That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah. And if it's me,
1: that's cool. That's cool. Well, obviously, it's going to be partly you at the very least.
0: I don't know. It could be exclusive, you know? It could on be on screen.
1: It's 50 50.
0: That's true. Behind the
1: scenes, it's 80-20. Right. And I feel like it might be closer to 90-10 <laughs> behind the scenes. I'll let the uh, fellow geek pantsers figure out what percentage I'm at. But I'm Chris is out.
0: talking about body mass, by the way. That's, why, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> 90-10. Yep. No.
1: That's not fair. You're actually in pretty good shape, so.
0: I amazingly am. I mean...
1: It's not amazing. It's just a diet thing. Like, just imagine if you exercised.
0: I still feel like I could be fucking jacked, like a wrestler, if I wanted to. Be.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I had so many people.
0: Go, I've had so many people go like, "You got the body shape to like get huge if you wanted to." Yep, and I'm I'm just too lazy. I think I think that's really what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, but still, like like uh, they always say, like it's ninety percent diet. Well, you're living it right here. Boom. Because I knew you when you were much larger.
0: Hmm. well yeah when, like, that, your I
1: cheeks had... forced your eyes shut <laughs> uh,
0: i had that health scare a few years ago and i lost a ton of weight after that
1: yep yeah but still you maintain the that you,
0: you need that sometimes yeah.
1: hey you're right uh, you're gonna die and then like some people you were just like okay so what have i got to do not to die yeah. i'll do exactly that yeah.
0: and they're like okay great you're going to take these pills to get rid of this problem, but these pills will increase the chances of a heart attack. Oh, okay, so I'm going to stop eating all the crap that I eat right now. Good.
1: Yeah. Done. Yeah. I feel like these days most Perfect. people just feel like yeah, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing anyway. Who are you a doctor? <laughs> yeah. You're just telling me that because you want me to eat like different foods.
0: Yeah. You probably own stakes yeah. in these <laughs> foods.
1: It's actually a whole thing. I also want you to live longer. Yeah, I'll do whatever the fuck I want.
0: Yeah. I don't wear a mask.
1: I love that you knew right away that it was like an anti-mask thing. (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, how could it not be?
1: Oh, yeah. Soundtrack was awesome, too.
0: Soundtrack's great. Soundtrack is great. Uh, The score is by Elmer Bernstein. And I love the score. I love the score because, like, even when they're not doing the whole Ray Parker Jr. music and everything, the score is fun. It's like the, the
1: score din, is din, really din, cool. Din, din, din. Um, they had the only rule they had for the score was that they didn't want the soundtrack or the score to tell people when to laugh. Mm. I was, which I thought was really interesting. So I was like, "Oh, well, that's really cool." That is was cool. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. The soundtrack is awesome. I love the soundtrack. Uh, I love that. Like I think, what's his face, uh, Ray was Ray. given like a, yeah. a week to write the song.
0: <laughs> I think it took him like two days. He had two days on.
1: Yeah, something like that. It was a really short amount of time and he was just like, uh, okay. And,
0: and he had he no was, idea what to do.
1: Masterpiece. And, absolutely and, then masterpiece. His, and
0: then his son was running around yelling Ghostbusters.
1: Ghostbusters!
0: And that's where he got it from, was his son yelling. Yeah. History, man.
1: Um, I think I pretty much... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, talked mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, I laughed about this uh, so for the most part special effects look absolutely incredible absolutely look mm-hmm. real, blah 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 but the scene where parts of the building are falling off at the end Yeah. and the rocks are bouncing off of things like there's like a, a wood barricade bounces off that, I was like that's kind of funny <laughs> like, yeah it would just went to- right through it yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like break something, but no, I'll just bounce off. I was like, Oh, that's kind of funny. I couldn't <laughs> edit around that a bit. Other than that, like, I mean, like I said, this is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Halloween's coming up. It's going to be showing up on TV. I'm going to be watching it again, even though I just watched it. There's, I don't envision a time when I won't be watching this movie, actually, to be honest with you. I think I'll be watching it pretty much because uh, I watched it last year and the year before that. Yeah. So Pretty much every cycle that it shows up, it'll be up on my DVR before I know it. Yep. Whether I record it or Michelle records it for me,
0: i it's it's a perfect movie. And I mean, like, I saw it after the sequel, and after I saw it, even then as a kid, I I, I felt, I think that was better. Yeah. Yep. And and I over the years, it, it's increased to like, oh, that that's that is better. Oh, that is yeah. so much better. Oh, that's Hands the big. second's not even close to the first. Like, yeah. And uh, I don't know why. I think it's. I think it maybe the kid influence a little bit on the, on the sequel kind of brought it down. I do like the the darkness that the first has. There's comedy, but it's creepy. Like it's as a horror fan, I'm loving it. You know.
1: Yeah. So like that's kind of where the changes happen. It's the horror aspects are dialed down.
0: Yeah, way down. Because
1: it's not like it's. Uh... Like The second one is in insanely hilarious in comparison to the first one. It's not like that. It's just the no. horror aspects are dialed down. We'll talk about that more in our 99 cam Yeah, camcast. Yeah.
0: None of them smoke anymore?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> they removed that. <laughs> uh, it's yeah,
1: well, considering like they all smoked in the first one.
0: All uh, uh, Did Egon?
1: Egon was the only one that didn't Egon was smoke. the only one
0: that didn't, right? Yeah, okay.
1: Because right, Ernie Hudson smoked yeah. Yeah. They all smoke. and it was all like, and it was funny because like smoking, like they're like walking around, smoke hanging out their mouth. Like when I smoked, I never did that. I've rarely had it hanging from my mouth. I don't know why. I just
0: yeah. couldn't do so it. And they're talking to someone with it, just going like this in your mouth. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like even as a, as a former smoker, I would see that in movies, and I'm always just like, oh, that's crazy. Um. <laughs> yeah. Like I would always be like smoke, but it would be in my fingers. Like that yeah. was it. Yeah rarely, know. like rarely talk with it hanging out of my mouth. I don't know why. It's just one of those things.
0: Maybe they got like a mouth fetish.
1: Well, I mean, they say that, that you have an oral fixation because mm. you're a smoker, right? They say that. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird because I wasn't really a huge fan of popsicles. <laughs> I like them, but I wasn't like, oh, I gotta put that in my mouth. Yeah. yeah.
0: Chocolate popsicles were the bomb.
1: Uh, chocolate popsicles are great, uh, but like all of them—banana popsicles, mm-hmm. creamsicles—they're yep. all great.
0: The the rocket one, the blue, white, red—that
1: was good. Yeah, that, that, was uh, good that was a good one. That was good. I I purchased fuzzy peach popsicles. Oh, I saw those. Not as good as you would think. That's unfortunate. Yeah, they're they're all right. Um, I enjoy them, but I'm I'm not. It's not like when you uh, have fuzzy peaches and then you're like, well, this is all I'm going to eat for the next 10 days. It's not (laughs) like that.
0: Yeah, because fuzzy peaches are amazing.
1: So, uh, yeah. Geek dance. That's it. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen it... um, Why? Actually, you know what? (laughs) You shouldn't even have sat through this. You should have just watched this. You haven't seen it. It comes down to...
0: Why haven't you seen it?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? In fact, like, watching oh. this movie <laughs> means that you're probably watching one of the best movies that any of these actors have been in. hmm You know? Like, Scrooge yeah. is really good, but is it better than Ghostbusters? No. Uh, the Crow is awesome, but is it better than Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. I do love The Crow. I do I'm gonna throw something at you. Good thing we weren't in the same room together, because you would have caught an elbow just for saying that, for even <laughs> hinting that the crow is better than Ghostbusters.
0: It's not. It's not. But it's very close.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's very, very. Actually, you know what it is? They're they're on the same playing field. They're yeah. a level.
0: I mean, if you were gonna talk like all the actors in their other movies, I don't think any of the other actors have something that comes as close to Ghostbusters. Ernie Hudson manages it. He does it.
1: Well, yeah, even like... Because, uh, um, like, I mean, we're all like... Ooh, what's that one? Uh, uh, Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson.
0: Lost in Translation.
1: Lost in Translation.
0: That would be my second favorite Murray
1: movie. That's so close to being as good as Ghostbusters.
0: That's a masterpiece.
1: Is in, so fact, in fact
0: in fact Sofia Coppola and Bill Murray have a new movie coming out did you see the trailer no it looks great in fact it of looks it like does. it could be the same character from Lost in Translation I was like is this like a sequel
1: well it's funny that you say that because like when I watched uh, Lost in Translation and then movies after that you start to get a feel like it's literally just Bill Murray just showing up and being like I'm just gonna do what i want <laughs> yeah so it's very much like like we joked about uh, the born idiotic yeah but like when you watch him in wes anderson movies he's not doing anything other than being bill
0: murray he's always the same
1: like uh what was it rushmore is that uh rushmore and that's him and uh
0: What's his
1: Um face? Jason Schwartzman. Yes, Jason Schwartzman. So, of course, like, so I love that movie, but that's also the first time I saw Jason Jason Schwartzman and was like, this guy, this guy's great. Yeah. Right? And then you watch, like, a bunch of Wes Anderson movies in a row and you're just like, huh. I couldn't tell you how different each character is. Like, Bill Murray's character is different, but, I mean, they are. They just wear different clothes, I guess, is really what it is.
0: Yeah. I gotta say, Steve Zissou is probably my favorite.
1: I was like, every time I think of Wes Anderson and uh, Bill Murray, I picture uh, Steve Zissou with yep. his blue suit and yep. everything, his little hat. I that's what I picture. The whole supporting like, I cast, love like the Royal Tenenbaums. Yep. Uh, but uh, that's what I picture when I think yep. of. Wes I love Anderson.
0: Tenenbaums too, but yeah, I got. I mean, The Life Aquatic has got to be my favorite Wes Anderson Bill Murray matchup. <laughs> it's so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, because like. The Tenant Bombs it's it's a, a collaboration like it's a ensemble piece is what it
0: Absolutely. Is. Yeah.
1: Um and, I and think it's one amazing. of Gene
0: Hackman's final movies too.
1: Yeah, I think you're right actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um actually really geek fans. If you haven't watched Wes Anderson, start watching Wes Anderson. Do it. Start with Rushmore.
0: Do it. <laughs> I'll put I'll put the little little bar thing up here linking you to the
1: Yeah, cuz that's more an idiotic um, <laughs> yeah, idiotic. i actually watched that clip i was like i can't believe that's the clip he threw up but that's fucking hilarious with the different pastel scenes and i thought i thought it was awesome that you had the, the actual breakdown of each movie <laughs> with the different colors i was like, that's so fucking funny it's so great i was like
0: i was like i wonder if i google search wes anderson color palette if anything will come up
1: <laughs> and of course and it did each movie with the exception of rushmore because it's entirely black and white yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny and that's then weird.
1: the shot of the uh, secret life of dogs i was like oh my god <laughs> that's so funny
0: uh all right everyone Which that I is the ghostbusters it. episode right there boom that's it that's all number you 98 in the stuff. bank bang 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 that's bang right. If you enjoy this video, please that. like, share, subscribe, hit that bell, do all that stuff that Chris swears makes us lose subscribers.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was ironic the second that we started hammering out the yeah, the whole our, like our or drop, our,
0: our, our numbers going down,
1: start losing people. It's like what? Like, if you want to like, share, and subscribe, then you like, share, and subscribe. If you don't, that's fine. That's fine too. As long, long as you're too. watching. That's really all I ask. For also,
0: you. feel free to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can listen to the, this right here. The Geek Pants Camcast is a podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You watch Chris and I right here on YouTube, the Geek Pants Camcast, Instagram. where you can see our handsome faces through, uh, through Zoom.
1: We're Especially waiting for handsome the big when uh, Spotify deal. That's what we're waiting on, the Spotify
0: deal. Yeah, we're waiting on the Spotify. We're on the Spotify. Yeah, and geekpantsmedia.com. It, geekpantsmedia.com.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is an actual article written by all of us. All Myself, of us, all three Kenneth, are on there And Chris there now. every mm-hmm. single person that has anything to do with Geek Pants Media have written an article. It's yeah. a,
0: and it's, it's great incredible. because it's it's like it's very much all us as individuals writing stuff. So you could tell
1: right. how we
0: are outside. Like I'm writing my movie shit. Chris is writing really great pieces. Um, pieces, piece. He, I know, go. it's gonna be pieces it's gonna be pieces though the greatness will continue <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a faucet once it's turned on you can't turn it off
0: yeah broken faucet and then uh yeah chris fedek is um showing you pictures of the sky talking about constellations and everything and very fan uh cool stuff you know it's
1: funny though like like his is the one where i'm like yeah, his geek corner is interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's on like, the geek floor. he's just in like, another corner of the room. Like
1: comic books, video games, you know, cartoons, sci-fi. His is like all of those, well, not none of those things, sci-fi, yes, very much so. Yeah. He's into sci-fi more so than I would have thought. Yeah. He's also Weird. like looking at it from an actual engineering perspective. I think yeah. is that, that's what it was. Right. Engineering. Is.
0: Yeah. Engineering. Yeah. He's uh he's on a broader spectrum than we are hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember uh, watching the initial uh, board off where I was on, I was guest guest starring
0: mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and there's Back that in the like day.
1: <laughs> rant about like talking about like uh, Jurassic Park and Man of Steel and all that stuff and it's just it was cool to talk to somebody that had that background so yeah. you could talk about it in those without dumbing anything down it was kind of it was refreshing
0: it was refreshing I
1: have to dumb so much stuff down for you it's its unbelievable
0: <laughs> I believe it's,
1: it <laughs> it's almost appalling <laughs> and end <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Geek Pancers, Chris is no longer uh, part of Geek Pants Media. Yeah. He, uh, he decided to do other things.
0: Yeah, Chris has been deleted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he canceled. It's, it's canceled. canceled. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hashtag cancel Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs>
0: uh, that's good. All right, yeah. well, we'll see you next week for Ghostbusters 2.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. <small> I'm <noise> sorry.